the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 129 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. How's it going? Well, it's it's going pretty good. Do, Chris? I, do I sound all right with the same? Ah, you sound... I don't know what's going on. You sound normal. Yeah, does that sound normal? You sound a bit bassy. Sounds a bit weird, eh? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? It'll be fine. Okay, all right. So, we've got over the fact that I sound weird. Um, I more do more than me. normal. <laughs> anyway. No, it's been a huge week. I've Chris, had a ridiculous Chris, week. Chris forgot to come home and do the podcast last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I've been house-sitting uh, this week, uh, which... Just exacerbated a already full-on week um, with uh, lots of work at my new day job, um, including 13 hours yesterday, and then up to three coaching sessions a night um, during the evenings, plus, of course, preparing for... uh, That's uh, for TEDx, if you didn't know what he was on about. Yeah, and plus preparing for a uh, International Content Summit. Summit on we, we covered that marketing. last week, I think. So yeah, yeah, that's but good. it's uh, recording tomorrow our time, and I haven't quite finished the uh, PowerPoint, which must go out to them tonight. Okay, so that's why we're pushing ahead with this amazing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you haven't watched anything. Have you watched anything no, amazing this week? I've, I've seen a season of A Rick and Morty. What do you reckon? Oh, it's awesome. I, I'm it's, really enjoying it. So it's pretty good, eh? You showed me one, and I was just not in the mood for no, it. No, that's whatever. right. That's and right. You have to be with any show. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be in the right mind of, I'm just going to sit here and take this in. Because sometimes I'm just like, uh. Yeah, it, it's actually really, really good. So, yeah, no, I've been really enjoying it, uh, Rick and Morty, which uh, went the first time you showed it to me, I was like, what the... <laughs> Bojack Horseman's another one. Check that; it's really yeah. Good I've point. watched one episode of that, which was okay. Actually, well, once you get more into it, yeah. it's the same sort of thing. I watched a documentary on Netflix, and I it's pretty good. I quite liked it. It's called Silicon Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. And so, way back in the day, uh, it was Mac versus IBM, and IBM was the king of um, personal computer mainframes, mainframes, and then slowly getting into the personal computer thing. And there was a whole bunch of like. You know, Commodore 64s and all that sort yep. of thing. And these guys in this documentary were working at Texas Instruments, which makes the famous calculator and some toys and stuff. Yep. And they were like, hey, we, we, we want to start our own business. So three of them got together. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And one guy's like, I really, really think we should open a Mexican restaurant. Because they showed some footage of this cheesy ass ad from way back in the day of this other Mexican restaurant, and this guy's like, "Mexican restaurant, that's what we should do." And they were like, "No, nah, no." Nah, um. So these are people that worked for Texas Instruments, yeah, in yeah, Texas, okay, yeah. yeah, in Texas, and they're very clever. And they like, uh, "Let's go to Silicon Valley and see what's happening out there." So they shoot out there, and there's people driving around in Lamborghinis and Ferraris, and seem to be making a lot of money with tech things. And they're like, "That's the life we want. We want to do that." So they come back and they make the first portable personal computer in this weird briefcase that folds down and they call the company Compaq. Oh, right. That's Compaq. And Compaq is... I, you know, I always thought it was French. No. No, it's okay. these Texans, which just blew everyone away. And, the ma- and they're the main reason we call them PCs and not IBMs, like Mac is to Apple. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they just... And it went through what happened and how much money they made and... 
how it grew and in the beginning it was a real family environment they looked after everyone and it was great and were they Houston based for that? Yeah, is yeah. that why Houston is like the Silicon Valley of, of Texas? Because yeah, it I, is, right? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a huge factory. I can't remember how many people there was in the end. It was something like thirteen thousand or twenty thousand. Yeah, because a friend of I was going to say a friend of ours. Tim's a friend of ours. Hey, you know Tim? Hey, eh? uh, maybe not. No, maybe not. Maybe not. I, I forget who knows who. Okay, so yeah, no, a friend of mine, Tim, works for EDS and he's been to Houston for the thing there. And they've got a ridiculously big uh, building there. He does. I don't think he works for EDS anymore. but he Yeah, yeah, so and, it was all, um, it was yeah, cool. It's, he said that's like, it is the place to be. And now, uh, I think right at the end it said Dell brought them out and Dell and Compaq are the same company. Yeah, but anyway, good check that out if cool. you're interested in history of technology. Yeah, so I am looking forward to something I haven't seen, but I'm looking forward to watching at the cinema two films coming up. Yes. Or one's out now is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yep. I can't wait to see that. But I think I'm more likely that I will be seeing uh, tomorrow night, probably tomorrow night. Yep, um, we're thinking that the John Wick Two. We got an advanced screening, so. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing Keanu shoot hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah, kick ass. So that's good. Uh, do you know what Yik Yak is? Yes. That's shutting down. They've pulled the pin on it. That's the one that had the kids... Um, it's kids' school thing. Trying to remember what sort it was. Sort of university level. Yeah, okay. And it was like private messaging. It was like um, you didn't have to have a profile. Yeah, and you could, and then people would comment, and there was a whole thing in America where there was bullying and stuff, and you had you set up your own herd, and in the Waikato, and it was location based, so you'd see people that were sort of around you, right? Uh, so here you'd actually see all the Waikato uni students talking about classes, and it was always but it's effectively anonymous. It was, and then uh, six to twelve months ago, they brought in you had to have a username that upset everyone. Then they removed it, and now they said, hey. We were valued at three hundred million. Now we're only thirteen million. We're just going to wrap it up in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah. mm. so apparently yeah. that's affecting quite a few people uh, that were using it. Yeah, uh, it was a pretty pretty good app for uh, uni students. What made it a better app than Twitter for them? <coughs> it was the anonymous bit. Yeah, because they'd be like, "Hey, who's going to this class?" Blah blah blah, and then that people would be talking. Yeah, um, but they'd have their own. You could come up with a username as such and an icon, and people were like, "Oh, look, it's Yellow Smiley Boat or whatever," and people knew who that was. And yeah, yeah, and I think people are hooking up on it and stuff. So, <laughs> and you want to keep that anonymous? Uh, okay, you do, you do. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I say with great conviction of knowing absolutely nothing about that. You are, you are the <laughs> Tinder master. You should uh, write actually, it. actually, that's a What's good point. It? I haven't even looked at that. Like I said, oh, I'm mean, so you got your phone on you week. now. Yeah, yeah. You look that up now while I start talking about what I'm doing here. Okay. What uh, are you doing today, here? later on today, if I can be bothered, or tomorrow, I'm going to blow all the dust out of my computer because that's apparently what you need to do to keep it running smoothly and cool. Oh, so um, can I borrow that if there's any air left when you've done yes. it? Yes. So I've got a can air duster professional, and um, it safely cleans a wide variety of products, Chris. Now, everything on this can, I'm going to assume is um, you know normal day-to-day things that you'll come across. So we've got laptops, phones, printers, video game consoles. What else do you think you could clean with a can of air? It's right on here. I'll show it to you in a sec. But I want you to guess. I've given you a couple of examples. Vacuum cleaner filters? No. Uh, uh, I don't Did know. Did you say submarine display panels? 
Are you shitting me? No. <laughs> and, and keyboards and what else? Uh, musical instruments. No. Jet throttle controls. What else? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 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 race car, something or others. No, missile casings and more. Oh my god! Uh, so it's, it that's, does. That's good. Laptops, phones, printers, video game consoles, submarine display panels, keyboards, jet throttle controls, mobile cases, missile casings, and more. <laughs> oh my god, that's uh, awesome! I didn't see it until I got it home, and I was just had it sitting on the bench, and I was looking at it, going, "What?" Air Duster Professional. We'll get a photo of this and throw it on the uh, on the uh, show notes so you can actually see that because that is literally yep. funny. And might put it up on the Facebook page. And now we've got Tinder update from Chris. Uh oh okay, so I got a message from Megan on the twenty sixth of April and I haven't returned. Well, actually, I haven't returned. I hadn't read it till right now. So what? What's the day now? The sixth. So that's what two weeks. Does she know that? Does it? Does it? Do you know if that alerts them? Do you um, see when they've seen the message? Is my question. Is it a good message though? Oh yeah, nah. It's just chatty. Just, just chatty, chatty. Mm. just chatty, just talking about my job and me being the poor, poor me. I'm do doing you, twelve hour days at do work. Do you say and, uh, straight up where you're working though? Uh, have I you will. Said, have you I said? Will. Oh, I haven't yet. Oh, because okay. she asked, "What are you doing?" So I, w- I will if I ever get around do to it. Now, do it now. Do it now. No. Um, uh, so what, let's check one of the others, Lisa. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, she just went. Lol, aren't we all? In res- in response to, yeah, I'm useless in the kitchen, slightly better behind a bar. That's okay. honesty for you. Yeah, that's, that's uh, some sort of honesty going on. Um, you are right there? Yeah, no, I was like, did so, she say that or did I say that? But she said that. Chris doesn't know because he sounds feminine sometimes. No, well, I can't tell. It's technology, bro. I can't tell which, is. which side the speech bubble is. Talking no, about actually. technology, if you've got kids, you've probably seen or they've been hounding you for a thing called a fidget spinner. Fidget spinner. Um, they're the next. They seem to be the next craze after fidget cubes. Um, so it's basically the. This is the one. I've got a couple here that I got from China cheap, cheaper than you can buy anywhere here. And if I had any brains, uh, I would have brought a whole bunch a couple of months ago when I first saw them, and I could be selling them on Trade Me. But basically, um, that this is the general shape, which is a. What's that shape? I try. Yeah. Trium. It's got like three, a three, uh, three prong clover type thing. Yep, and the middle one you hold and spin. They don't really do anything apart from that. Well, the gyroscopic force as you move it is quite yep. cool. That is very cool, but uh, apparently they were made to help kids with ADHD. Some experts says don't really see how that works because there's not enough movement to keep an ADHD kid interested. But there was a fun story, and this is when you should renew your patents on things. Um, the inventor of this uh, let the uh, – oh, it's not going to show me the story. I'm here, hang on. Give me a sec. She let the patent um, lapse. lapse on it because uh, she couldn't afford the $400. So these things are taking playgrounds by storm. You can turn, She came up with these 20 years ago, the concept. So it was a 62-year-old now. She had the patent from 97 to 2005. And in 2005, she couldn't renew her exclusivity to the gadget. Uh, so she's probably lost out on a ton of money. Um, so everyone's been making them. Oh, someone, someone's made a justgiving.com crowdfunding page to help her get the money that she should have had over the years. 
and she's currently made a hundred and ten pounds. How much? How much money is that thing made? Oh, uh, it didn't actually say, but I'd say um, I reckon it's just spare parts from uh, obviously the manufacturing industry or something. And uh, I don't know, probably a couple of million, maybe. Depends. There's, but in saying that, this is a cheap plastic one that I got for a dollar fifty. You can get titanium ones of these for eight hundred dollars. So you know, have you seen the spinning tops? There's like custom made metal spinning tops, very similar to what Leonardo has in Inception. Um, the ad plays on the uh, pumpkin website sometimes when I visit my own site, and the ad pops up. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, they're like three hundred dollar titanium spinners that are, you know, a hundred percent machined perfectly and all this crap. Oh wow! So people are buying these things just because they can. Oh uh, yeah, no, I. I I thought, Meh, what's that? And then I keep picking it up because you keep living around. And um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's really in- good. It is interesting. So it's interesting. So I'm um, going back to the Tinder thing. Yep. Oh, we've got some um, action. No, no. But um, I did read out in a previous episode about three episodes back, maybe. Is this the person with the my, food truck? Uh, no, what my, um, what my Tinder profile was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Would be amazing. four or five? So I got a reply from Lizzie. Great. Loving the weather. It's been stunning here. Intriguing profile, Chris. So there you go. You guys have heard the profile. Sam was a doubter, but it's intriguing. So that seems to be some sort of weird conversation started with people with low self esteem or something. I'm not uh, sure what's going on. <laughs> I I did have a conversation. Speaking of conversation started, I tr- I tried to talk to Jane. Yeah. And my opening uh, conversation gambit was, "Hi, Jane. Are you I fine? have to." I have to say that is the happiest looking dog in a photo with people that I have ever seen. Okay. Crickets. Tumbleweed. (laughs) Nothing. Uh, Nothing. Good good luck with that. So that's uh, how not to do it, folks. Uh, Actually, if you want to sign up for my course on how not to Tinder, I think it's really going to be successful. (laughs) That's not a – I know you're laughing away there, but that 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 could be a pretty good idea. Really? You should just put together a little PDF. It only has to be like two pages with 20 tips. How not to Tinder. Maybe. Give it a crack. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Uh, um, cause, uh, yeah, because I've got this coaching thing. I've got my new website that's not yet built uh, that I've got to build soon. So, yeah. Um, Good stuff. I've got, I've got things in play. So, yeah, the Tinder tips might have to wait. I got this new app on my phone the other day randomly called Dream Lab. Dream Lab. And you think, when I initially saw it, it was on a list of really good apps to download. And um, I thought, oh, it must be one of those apps that tracks your sleep. You sleep with it under your pillow or under your mattress. Sounds a bit like that. It does sound like that. Uh, It's sponsored or made by the Vodafone Foundation in Australia and the Garvin Institute. And basically, they're doing research on four different cancers. They were researching breast cancer, ovarian cancer, pancreatic cancer, and prostate cancer. And so you put your phone up your bum. No. <laughs> you, you can if you want. Um, I don't know what that's going to actually do. Uh, no, I was just wondering. Uh, you select which you select which cancer you want. <laughs> what? It to research at night when your phone's plugged in. Oh, okay. So it's using hundreds of thousands of mobiles around the world. To uh, uh, work through problems yep, and then send yep. it back to them. Distributed computing power. Yeah, so pretty cool. Okay, that's, that's pretty good. And they're 57% of the way through their research project and it said somewhere on here that it's they've reached that goal like 
a thousand percent faster than what they thought. Oh wow! Because of all these uh, connected little phones. That's cool. That's cool. I, I jumped into a, an app I hadn't looked on for ages. Uh, th- when I say jumped into, I was thumbing through something and it opened. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, stumble upon. I haven't looked at stumble upon for ages. Stumble so up- I- yeah, stumble upon's a weird one because oh, it's great because you just hit it a few times and you can see stuff that. There's just no other way I'd come across it, really. Yeah, but for most normal people now, it's Reddit and Imja, and and StumbleUpon was like the original thing of those back in the day, because that was it. Yeah. But I remember using StumbleUpon back in uh, maybe 2000. It was a long time ago. Yeah, I, I used it a lot more a long time ago. Yeah, because that um, was the one place to go to find interesting websites. Yeah, it's again really and again and random. Again. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, but it's, it's good to see it's still around. And if you haven't checked it out, check it out. You can just go to their website, stumbleupon.com, and sign through. The best thing, though, is to set up a profile, and then you tell it exactly what you're interested in. Yeah. And then it starts bringing you pages that you like. Yeah. So I, I today I got a lot of businessy stuff because that's definitely what I was into when I was running the Profit Wizard, and that was back in the day when I would have been using this a lot. And MS Paint to design everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta roll with the paint, bro. Roll uh, with the paint. No, no. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we're moving on. Uh, I'm going to turn the Tinder off because God. Um, I have gone through everything on my list, so I am up to date now with keeping you up to date. Okay, cool. All right, so to go. Yeah. So, um, what have I have I, have I talked? I've talked about the things I've been watching lately, Longwire and all that. We did that the other yep, week. Yep, we did that. We did a run through of that. Uh, so, uh, I can't think what it's called. Halt and stop as a as a. So when I watched this documentary called Silicon Cowboys, they were showing footage. Which, before they told you, looked like they recreated things, but it actually came from a TV series called Halt and Stop, which is all about these guys. Oh wow! So it's a TV series as well. So okay. I haven't watched so it like, yet. Like Silicon Valley. Yeah, but, but not as crazy. But like more real life. More real life. Yeah, okay. All right. That'd be cool. I might have to check that out. Um, yes. What else is happening? So it's. Um, I've got. This weekend, I'm busy as anything. Next weekend, I'm not doing a lot, but the following weekend, I'm off to Rotorua for a boozy weekend with the boys. Uh, oh, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, so, Jeff Ree has a new car, and he's driving, so I don't have to drive. So. Also, currently, the advanced track at Skyline's closed. Just saying. What, what's that? For the losing. Oh, I've never been on the losing. I know, but when you need to make sure the advanced track's open in two weeks' time. Hopefully, it is. Cool. Uh, I went to Rotorua one day, uh, Wednesday, uh, shoot over there because my cousin's just moved to Wellington to move in with some people she met on the internet, uh, like a flat to rent. Yeah, nothing can go wrong there. Nothing can go wrong there at all. Uh, but they were, she's English, three of the four people were English and two were a gay couple. So she said, that should be pretty good, whatever that meant. And uh, <laughs> we decided to go out and she said, we'll go to Skyline Skyrise for the restaurant at the top. We go there, and my family, for whatever reason, don't ring up and book because they're stupid. Um, <laughs> and the woman's like, oh, we could get you in at 7.30, and I have to drive back to Hamilton, go to sleep, get up at work for four in the morning. So I was like, nah. Uh, so we went to Lone Star instead. That was good. Yeah. Expensive? Lone Star or the other one? Lone Star. Um, oh, my cousin paid for all of it, so no. <laughs> no, it was Sweet all right. Ass. No, it wasn't too bad. 
Yeah, no, I, I've, I, I don't know. I feel to like put things in perspective, though, the buffet dinner at the top of the skyline, including the gondola up, is sixty nine dollars a person, mm. just for some food. Yeah, but it's including gondola, so yeah, that value add sort of adds a lot, you know. Get, yeah. yeah. So okay, all right. Um, yeah, so that's that, and then of course that would mean we're three weeks away from our trip to. Nevada. Your, your trip with Adam. Just want to throw that out there. Not yeah. me and you. No, yeah, yeah. My trip. Our, our trip. Yeah. We have to think Adam. about the logistics of if we're going to, when you're going, when you're coming back, and podcast timing. Okay. So I, I had a, a, a conversation with Adam this week when I was really tired. Ha- no, um, hang on. You have. I'll tell you what you haven't spoken about. I haven't asked you about. How was the TEDx movie thing? Oh, yeah, this in-cinema experience. It was brilliant. I saw some photos. You were standing there holding a beer like normal. It was like, I swear that image of you just standing there like that could be anywhere at any event. <laughs> like, it's just generic. <laughs> I haven't seen these photos, so I don't know what you're talking about. But Adam was taking photos, so yeah. that's what, yeah. They right. were on uh, on the TEDx page. I must like the TEDx page. No, I do, I do like the TEDx page. I just, it just doesn't come up. I must Facebook. not spend enough time. On it. Anyway, tell me whatever. more about this thing. Oh, yeah. So, it, it was really good. Um, there was... Okay, I'll give you the negative first. So, hang on. So, they took some talks from the TED event. Is that correct? Okay, Not all so, of them. So, this is what happened. Um, TED in Vancouver, the actual TED in yep. Vancouver, they did live streaming for North America. Yeah. Right? Uh, they live streamed the whole five days into cinemas. Whoa. Man, they, just sitting there the whole time. Yeah, and oh, well, when I say the whole day, five days, I mean five days they did it, but I don't think they did the whole five days. Uh, they did like yeah. two hours yeah. each day for five days. Because your buddy was on the list, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get I didn't know about that until, because I didn't know who was speaking until yep. I got there. Um, so, but for us, for the rest of the world, because yeah, you can't stream it really, um, it was packaged up and it's um, edited and sent out a week later. So okay. it was a week yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we saw it before it came online, but I think those videos are on the line this week. Yeah. Um, from, from the talks we, oh, did, we watched. Uh, it starts, so we uh, applied to be a host, TEDx Ruakura, so, which means we go to the cinema, we get a few free tickets for our uh, organisers to go in. Yeah. Um, and after it's uh, – we, we got to say a few words, and after it's over, we come back out and we had wine and chatted. Cool. Bit, of a, people. Ne- bit of a network. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all about building community, right? Yeah, yeah. And so what was uh, interesting was they had the package set up. There will be these slides. You will sit and watch these slides. Okay, yeah. There will that be, sounds like a TED sort of thing yeah, to do. There will be these slides that you can talk over. They'll be going in the background. Okay. There will be more slides that you sit and watch. Lots of slides. Then you will be – yeah, so that's 30 minutes of slides, right? Wow. 10 minutes, 10 minutes of talking, 10 minutes of slides, uh, and then the speaking starts. And people were like – it was an older couple I was talking to afterwards particularly who'd never done – any TED stuff, like yeah. they've seen it online, that's it. They were like, I was going to start stamping my feet. When are we get it, get yeah, the show yeah. going, get the show going? It was a little tedious, particularly when they looped. Oh, my God. Because they new. That would do my head got, in. Yeah, and they got um, uh, they had a few questions, and by the second time around, people are yelling out the answers. Um, so, you know, that was a bit naff. That was a bit not good. Yeah. Everything else was really good. So uh, the first speaker 
was an Indian lady. Uh, I've forgotten her name. I've forgotten everybody's name pretty much. That's okay. Um, and her job was to think about the future. Oh, yeah, future. She thinks about the future. Yeah. But it was interesting because she goes, but we make the future real today. Okay. So they were thinking about the uh, role of drones in the future, and they had made, they made drones that would could um, wander around the um, night patrol. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, checking out people and yeah, yeah. Rah, 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 and got an idea of what it would feel like for these drones to always be there. And big oh, round yeah. drone with a screen around it, which shows ads, but it's doing facial recognition, so it's showing ads that it knows that you want. Whoa, and stuff like that. So. I don't know how far they got with that, but they, yeah. they made stuff and, and they're thinking about how it really interacts. So they also were talking about medical research, the growing of um, cells and stuff, or DNA rather, um, profiling. Oh, yeah. And how that might happen in future. I've seen so quite a few people in order to, do uh, that lately. Yeah. In order to uh, explore it, this is what got me. And when I first heard this, I was like, that make, that's a bit stupid or weird or whatever but as you went on I was like oh my god that's genius so what they did was they made a fake court case where this guy oh okay had um, been getting his insurance said oh you've got a predilection to have a disease in the future so your your um, premium premium has just jumped to two thousand pounds a month, yeah, or whatever, rah rah rah, um, and you know, and he's gone on the black market and got some stuff that will mask his genes, Whoa. so that doesn't go on, yeah. And then they're taking him to court, and they made evidence, and they made all these things, and then they had it like an ex- exhibit, so it gets people to question what it's like to live in these different future realities. That's pretty cool. But the point of the talk was, you know, uh, well, the point I took away from it was something she said, which is along the lines of, you know, a lot of the time we think of the future purely passively. We think the future is something that's going to come to us, and we don't know what it's going to be. But the reality is you shape your future by what you do every day. And as long as you keep thinking about about it and you mindfully move into it, you are creating the future. It's yeah. not something that's happening to you, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, what else do we have? We had Tim Ferriss, was who you were yeah, alluding to. Yeah. He was one of the favorites. And one was of the reasons right? – oh, he was great. One of the reasons he was good was he um, – he taught, He gave a toolkit. It's called fear setting. Okay. Um, and it's it's really good. It's like the opposite of goal setting in yeah, a way. Yeah. Um, so it, it was awesome. And a lot of people went, I like that the best because it's something I can go and do tonight. You yeah. Know, yeah. Like straight away. Uh, so definitely check, check, check that, that out, out when it comes up. Um, there was Gary Kasparov, the ch- chess player, the chess yeah, grandmaster. Yeah. He talked about Deep Blue, and it's so funny because it was only about a month ago I listened to him being interviewed uh, by Sam Harris on the Sam Harris podcast. Yeah. And he talked about, you know, uh, one of his joke lines, which he obviously says a lot, is, I lost to Deep Blue. Nobody ever remembers I won the first game. (laughs) Everybody just remembers the second game where I lost. Um, And he talked a lot about the same stuff that was on that podcast, so I sort of knew what was going on. But also, it was intriguing to me because in the podcast, he started talking about a book he'd recently done or was working on, which was about Putin and how he strong arms. So Gary Kasparov is now a refugee from Russia. Yeah. Like he's 
uh, criticized uh, Putin back in 2000, like that long ago. And um, so he didn't go to Russia pretty much. No, he'll probably end up in... Feeding the pigs or whatever. Um, But um, as he finished... Chris Anderson came on and asked him a couple of questions about that, which was a sort of a, no, a brilliant segue into the next speaker who talked about Russia's involvement in American politics. Okay. Um, that was interesting in content. Like, it was really good in content. She wasn't a great speaker. Yeah. She was an analyst, and yeah. you could tell. Okay. You know what I mean? So that was pretty cool, though. Um, who else do we have? Oh, I'm going blank now. That's all right. We're coming near the end. But uh, we did have to, we should mention that someone we knew died just recently. Oh, um, yeah, 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 absolutely. That was a shock. We, uh, last Saturday, I found out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Arno Minima, Minima, he, I worked with him, I think I first met him on Mime, and then we worked on several films together, yep. different bits and pieces, and we just recently finished off a web series uh, with Paige. Web series pilot. Pilot. A web series pilot, I should say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it was going to be put in for um, potential funding and competitions. We didn't get into the competition we we're going for, unfortunately. Um, yeah. And he was away on holiday and uh, on a cruise with his partner and suffered a massive heart attack in yes. Tahiti. And uh, he still hasn't 56 been. is how old he was. I learned yeah. today. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I knew he was older than me. Yeah, I, I thought he might have been a bit older, but he was only fifty-six. Yeah, uh, he knew so many people that apparently all these people on Facebook are just bombarding. So, Paul, well, my mum. Yeah, but and your uh, your ex partner's auntie. That's auntie. who I was talking to today. Yeah, she yeah. was over, but uh, she was saying Paul, who's Arno's partner. Yeah, um, he's had to start unfollowing so many pages because it's just. So many comments coming through. Yeah. Uh, so I first met Arno when I was like 12. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Did yeah, you ever no. tell me that? Oh, no. There you go. Boom. Uh, he ran a uh, drama class thing in Rotorua back in the day. Oh, right. Um, and did a, did like a production thing there. So Yeah. So he yeah he was in our... Actually, that's right. He was in our um, uh, Tropfest film that, that made the finals this year. Yeah. Um, he had a, a small part in that. Um, yeah, so he definitely will be missed. He was really welcoming. Um, Paige, um, who was the director of the uh, writer, well, yeah, director of the uh, web series pilot, um, was is most devastated. I think. Um, yeah, Arno really took her under his wing, um, and she was staying at his place for uh, a year. Uh, I think. Yeah, a while. No, quite a while. Um, so yeah, so uh, thoughts with. Paul, particularly, yep. Um, yep. his partner. And, um, yeah, it was really sad news. And, and total shock, total surprise. Yep, you just never know when things are going to happen. Yeah. And with that happy note, it is at the <laughs> end of our podcast. <laughs> i tell you what. I'll tell you oh, what. No. Which, of these are, which of these are the archetypical <laughs> multi-tool? The French Navy fork, <laughs> the Dutch Air Force dish. The Swiss Army knife or the German Marine Spoon. <laughs> okay. The German Marine Spoon. With that note, uh, was, we'll, we'll catch you next week. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week.
Don't forget to tell your friend.